0: People be complaining about like getting placements, but they don't be the most valuable in the room.
1: Say that one more time bro, I think they hear that one. Bro.
0: When you go into to the studio, like a lot of artists don't even like you making no beat for scrap right there in front of them. I had a session with Jack Harlow, pulled up the beat. He say, take the uh, 808 out, take the uh, kick out, take the hi-hats out. I like, oh, you just want sound Getting in the room, but you gotta work with somebody that's in the room, bro, because there's no way you gonna just get in there on the whim.
1: All right, man, welcome back to another episode of the podcast. Today, we got some track list. Motherfucker, just keep going. I ain't. I only got <laughs> half of the songs on the Google Docs. <laughs> <laughs> feel me? But we got
0: Romano, man. What's up with you, bro? What's up, bro, man? Good, good to meet y'all, man. Pleasure to have you.
1: Yeah, yeah, mm-hmm. man. We got J.B. in the cut. What's good?
0: For sure, man. What's up, bro?
1: Man, so let's get through the track list. Damn, so... You got Mulatto, King Von, Lil Dirt, 2Js, Chris Brown, Young Blue, Quavo, Wiz Khalifa, Tory Lanes, Megan, Summer Walker, Ski Mask, Slunk Guy, Nicki Minaj, August. How you, you said that nigga last name? I, I seen, seen him. him. I, was, I, was I was seen, seen him. him. Like, yeah. yeah. That shit just go on. I'm, I'm missing niggas too, bro. But That shit go on and on, bro. For
0: sure, man. For sure, man. Um, man, it's a pleasure just to be in this industry, bro. Just to be able to be a creative, man. Do it for a living. Do something you love for a living, man. You know, Definitely an honor to do it, man, for a living, for sure. Looking
1: back at your track list, like what's your favorite song you say you produced so far?
0: Man, it was crazy, bro. My favorite song is probably not even one that made it to radio and all that, but it was perfect timing with Jeremiah and Ty Dolla Sign. It was like way back they had a project called My Ty. That was kind of like one of my favorite songs I ever did because I thought that was going to go crazy as soon as it came out. But it came out and it's like people weren't gravitating to it. So we just had to keep that shit moving.
1: I got to listen to that shit, bro. Yeah, I it's super shit, old. Huh? It's, it's like,
0: probably came out like 2018. I
1: feel like a lot of producers like that. Like, they got a song. Most of the time, like, their favorite song is probably some shit that's probably, like, unreleased shit. Yeah, you know for sure. Yeah, yeah, for
0: sure. Nah, like, definitely, man. Like, so many songs that don't never drop, don't, don't never see the surface, because I feel like when people think so, artists get on your beat, they think it's going to automatically drop, but nah, they'll cut a thousand songs to your beat and never drop one of them, so... A lot of them be my favorite songs. Like, a lot of Chris Brown I released songs. Like, a lot of them songs be my favorite songs, man.
1: That's hard, bro. So, I was on your page when I was getting my notes for the interview
0: and stuff, and I see you play the keys. Yeah, for sure. So, kind of talk about, like, when did you start playing keys and how you learned to play? i say probably, like, 2016, 2015. I ain't been playing, like, a super long time. But, like, I kind of just put my mind to it. Like, bro, I'm going to play the keys because like, I just wanted to be, like, the most talented in the room, bro. Like, I don't want to be in the room, man somebody can outdo me on something, whether it's the piano, whether it's the engineering, whether it's the writing songs, whether it's the, whatever I gotta be doing, I wanna be able to do it, you know? So now I'm learning the guitar, so I'm trying to be fluent on the guitar, but the piano, I have been playing that for a few years when I started producing, because I started producing because I had got screwed on some business. Like I had got screwed real bad on some business and then somebody ended up getting like 50 bands and I thought some of that 50 bands were coming to me. No sorry. It was that producer agreement, man. He was like, bro, this is my money. Y'all don't got to give no money to the writers. So I started producing, playing the keys, doing all that shit. Go into detail a little bit. Like- man, so we ended up doing, like, five songs with this guy. I ain't going to say his name, but it was, like, an artist. He was up and coming. He was signed. And we ended up doing, like, five songs. So, like, I was in a group at the time. And we just agreed that everything was going to be bust down. Like, we was, it was three of us. So everything was going to be bust down all the way. So we ended up doing the project for the dude for like a month, two months, and then it came to the time to pay for the songs. He was like, yeah, we finna cash out like 50 bands. And we finna bust the whole song down. Home was just like, I'm getting 50% of the song off top and I ain't splitting no money. So we was like, damn, like, why you ain't spend no money? At first I thought he was trying to steal from me or take something from me, but he was like, bro, this is a producer agreement. So I don't have to give you no money if I don't want to. I don't have to bust down my writers. So that's why I like writers now be like, pay your writers, pay the writers, cause like, they don't never get paid from the upfront unless they like a billboard writer or like, they getting a the whole project, just busting down the whole project.
1: All right, bro, so I mean, let's talk about it. So like, for producers that works with like, upcoming artists or independent artists, how do you approach the business though? Cause I see a lot of times, like, it's kind of fifty fifty in the interviews, a lot of niggas be like, hey, when you working with an artist, don't even worry about the business, y'all just make the music and put it out. But then you got situations where you get fucked, like how you did, so, like, how do you kind of approach it, you feel me?
0: Man, I feel like, I feel like at the time that happened, I was super green. Like, so I ain't really know nothing about nothing. So like, it kind of was like super easy to get over on me. But like, I feel like a lot of independent artists, sometimes you, sometimes you just got to handle the business later because like, it not, it might not even be all about the money at the time. It might just be about you believing in somebody and just like, okay, I'm just going to do this project out the straw because I know, I, I know you got the potential to make it back in the long run, so... I'm going to try to just work with you for now and then make it back in the long run, but I don't know, man. You need to let your managers handle I feel like you need to let your managers handle that business because, like, if I try to talk to it with somebody, it might not come off right or come off how I want it to come off. You know, you need to let your manager because, they kind of made to be the asshole a little bit. So you need to let them just take charge, take the business Oh, who your people is. I'm putting put them in contact with my manager, put them in a the group text with my manager, you know what I'm saying?
1: So let's go back to like where you from. Kind of talk about, because you said like you was producing and you went to go play keys and now you yeah, do yeah, producing sure. guitar. So kind of like, are you from here you're from Atlanta? Yeah, I'm from
0: Atlanta, Georgia. I was born in East Point. Mm-hmm. I was raised in Ellenwood. So like I ended up going to school out there in Stockbridge. So I'm kind of just from all around. So I'm from here, born here, like... Been here all my life playing sports, just doing that whole thing here. You was making beats in high school? I was rapping in high school. Yeah, so, yeah, like, so, I, so I was, I was, was a, like a rapper first. <laughs> I started out rapping, so I thought I was going to blow as a rapper in high school the whole time. Like, even to probably college, I thought I was going to blow as a rapper. Like, all my partners thought I was going to blow, everybody thought I was going to blow. And then my mom ended up getting sick. I was actually finna end up signing the MMG. Through this guy named Tomcat, he an engineer. I don't know if you're familiar with Tomcat, but he an engineer for Rick, Rick Ross. So he put up to my mama job, and at this time I'm going to Tennessee like every weekend from college. Like I'm going to Columbus State. I'm coming home. I'm going to shows. I'm trying to pull up on Gotti. Gotti have me open at his shows. Like I'm getting. I'm not even able to get in at the shows. All type of crazy shit. But then after that, but they put up to my mama job, and then they was like, "Bro, we finna sign on the Ross, bro. If if, this, if the nigga music good." Try not to get too excited because, like, I'm trying to get them for a good deal. Like, I'm trying to take them over there for a good price. So the song came on. He ended up loving that shit. He got super excited. And I don't know if my mama got super excited, but she ended up having a brain aneurysm right then. So when she had a brain aneurysm, she passed out. Like, the guy cat and um, my manager at the time, Victoria, they ended up calling the ambulance. She was, like, four minutes away because you only got three minutes to make it from a brain aneurysm. You know what I'm saying? So... She ended up getting to the hospital. Now she 100% healthy. So, you know, I thank God for that. But after that, I stopped rapping. I was like, bro, I ain't gonna rap. Because, like, I was almost so close every time. Like, I was super close to making it and rapping. So many times, I was like, it might not be for me. You know what I'm saying? So she ended up getting sick. I ended up going to the hospital. She was like, why are you here? Like, well, you need to go to the studio. So I ended up going to the studio. I ended up writing for folks. Then that's when I started writing. start rapping just with writing for folks. And then I just started making beats after that, and then rest history, bro.
1: bro. That's hard. So, like, talk about like just being in Atlanta, how you could just just run into motion. You feel me?
0: But you definitely can run into motion, but like you can go to QC and just post up if you know somebody at QC or you know an engineer at QC or something like that. You can go there, post up. You might run into Baby, you might run into Quavo, you might run into Yadi, or you might run into Collision, like some of the artists that's still trying to blow that you can get your beats off on, like. You can run into anybody up there. Like, I met Twisted up there, Twisted Genius, that my boy. So I ended up meeting Twisted up there. Parker, like, you know, I know he was signed to QC, so I was always up there at QC. What was, like, music inspiration at the time? Like, who you listened to? Around what, 2017 or in high school? 2017. Definitely Drake, for sure. Mm -hmm. I listen to a lot of country music too, so I listen to, like, a lot of, like, Chris Stapleton. A lot of like Travis Trit, like you know, I'm a, I'm over there with it too. So I be listening to a lot of this stuff so on you just, my own you be time. Riding the car, listen to country. Bro, I'm telling you, me and my girl be riding, but we. <laughs> that shit, <laughs> yeah, you know what I'm saying? Me and my girl ride to that Chris Stapleton, man, smooth like Tennessee whiskey, man. You know?
1: what's the influence when you listen to other genres besides just hip hop, and then take that and put it in your production?
0: Man, I be wanting it to. I be I be wanting that feel like like especially like, I don't know if y'all listen to Christian music. I listen to all type of music cause like I be having to make it. I never know what I'm gonna have to make. So, like just like that Christian music when they be worshiping God and they be like praising God and that feeling that they be having in that music. Like I be wanting that same feeling to be in that music when we doing R&B, trap, whatever. Even if it's dark, like I still wanted to be like, damn. But that shit give me that feeling that that, that Christian music give me. Like it almost touch your soul, but like that's what I be wanting that music feel like so I just listen to all type of drums like smooth like tennis, Tennessee whiskey like they pin game on there like girl you smooth like Tennessee whiskey like you sweet like strawberry wine shawty. like he really spin that <laughs> game to <laughs> <it>. <laughs> I like that. Shit, <laughs> he spin that game to us so like I'm just I just be picking up on all that bro just to bring it back to our culture because like my beats don't sound nothing like that like my beats be R&B trap like pop reggae all that but like I listen to that country. I probably make country the less, but at least I listen to it the most, you know.
1: Let's talk about a producer who watch our podcast and want to learn how to play keys or learn an instrument. Like, what advice would you give to producers who want to play keys, and how would they start learning how to play keys? But
0: go to YouTube, for sure. I still got the, I still got the first link that I ever put up on YouTube. I just go to it. They're going to teach you a little triad chords. You can learn how to feel around with them playing one chord. And until you get familiar with all the other keys, you can transpose the piano and FL, take it up a, another key, playing the same key, like, until you get the real motion on the piano, like, you can, it's all type of ways to do it. You can transpose it on the keyboard, you can transpose it in FL on the keyboard, like, so, bro. there's no excuse now, bro. You can go to YouTube, they literally got a 30-day program you can go on and learn every key that you, every scale that you need to learn, you can yeah, learn yeah, to right it on YouTube. So put it in the description. Nah, for sure, for sure, for sure. Yeah. So you know, like, scales, chords, progressions, all that shit? Scale, chord, progressions, all that. But, like, the only thing I don't know how to do is, like, how to read music. Or, like, if somebody be like, what key this in? I have to go to a piano to tell them what key is in because, like, some people be pitch perfect. That's what I'm trying to do. That's what I'm trying to do. But some people, people can just be like, oh, yeah, that's in C major. But, like, me, I got to go to the piano. But it's going to get there. Though. I'm going to go to piano school and do all that shit, bro. No,
1: that's hard, bro. I feel like everybody need to learn like a little bit like, a, like a, at least an instrument
0: at or a song, least to feel? cook up cause like really? bro you gotta be the most talented bro that's what it is but like people be complaining about like getting placements but they don't be the most valuable in the room so like I feel like that's what niggas need to be they, they need to be the most valuable like whatever somebody need you need to be able to do it like you need if, some, if, if you need to get there and engineer you need to go sit down and engineer Okay, you might get you a placement cause like it been times that like soaking wet with Marlo rest in peace of Marlo but soaking wet, Marlo. I said would have never got on the verse if I ain't know how to engineer, cause like he right there ready to do the verse. Marlo went and got him like, "Bro, do the verse for me." He said, "But ain't got no engineer." Shit, I engineer. Boom, soaking wet. Like that's how the placement happens. So it's like being the most valuable, brother. I feel like that's the most important.
1: I seen you make a post on your page. You was talking about. I think you was doing like another interview. And You was talking about. I'm an engineer. I'm a songwriter. I'm yeah, all this and that. For so real. like. Man, that's, I could ask a lot of questions just off of that one shit. <laughs> but statement. you got
0: to be that, bro, for real, because, like, you never know. Like, somebody might like your beat, they'll be like, but I need an idea on this too, though. Like, write a little hook for me. So If you can't just go in there and write a little hook, like, you might miss out on the opportunity. Like, you might got to wait on a whole nother dude to come in there to save the day. But, like, if you got the juice like that and you really, like, a full producer, like, seeing the record from beginning to the end, you're going to get in there. Like, you're going to get in there do what it got to take.
1: So you even got placements from engineering and you got placements from actually like writing the hooks of the songs and writing stuff. Writing the
0: hooks, yeah, for so sure. So when you're
1: playing these songs, it's like just your hook on it, you just like, hey, this me on here, you want to uh, I you?
0: might yeah, sometimes like it, it depends on it depends on what they want. Like sometimes they'll hit the beat, they'll be like, Bro, I like this beat, bro. Can you put a hook on it? Send it back to me. Or like sometimes I like a whole lot of money. I wrote that for Cardi. I put it on the main street, wrote the whole song for Cardi. Cardi liked it. She put it on hold and it was on hold for like a year and a half. So like then London the J hit me, was like, bro, you, you know who I think it sound hard on a whole lot of money? I was like, who? He was like, shit, beer. And I was like, damn, yeah, she would. So he ended up writing a verse to it, changing some of the stuff in the hook, sent it to her. She loved it. She moved his verse to the second verse, put her own first verse, and now it's a song with your hook on it. Like, you know what I'm saying? So you just got to work whatever move you got to work to get into the industry, bro. Like, whatever it takes.
1: I seen you make a post um, on your on your page and it's caption sound selection. Yeah. So like, I see you got like a lot of R&B in your catalog. So like how important is sound selection to you and like how long you spending on like just searching for
0: sounds? Man, I used to spend all day searching for sounds but like now I feel like it's so one, two that I can just hear it but like, oh yeah, that's it, lay it down. Oh, hear that sound? Oh yeah, that's it, lay it down and I can get in there and reverse it but like sound selection I feel like is the most important part of making a beat. Like, you can have the same drum pattern as somebody else. But if your if your sound is bull bullshit, that shit ain't gonna hit. Like your eight oh eight ain't hear. Say that one
1: more time, bro. I ain't think they hear that one. I'm like a preacher, bro, Somebody
0: said one more time, right? For hit. real, bro. You know like somebody can have the same exact pattern, but bullshit drums it's not gonna hit, bro. You can even have the same drums and not mix it how I mix it, it's still not gonna sound the same. So it's gonna be whatever you wanna do, like and I feel like so many producers be like, bro, I can do that. Bro, I can get in there and do that same drum pattern. You can, but it ain't going to be him like my drum because I'm mixing them up. I got the right drums. I took time to create sound banks, put them on my hard drive. Down in the drums, I use air beat. So, you know what I'm saying? Like, it just take time. But like I used to spend days just going over drums, finding new sound kits finding new synths but like now they got plugins and BSTs like 40 just dropped the keys mm-hmm. yeah, that's, a, content, man. That's, that's a gem awesome. <laughs> yeah. that's, that's a gem awesome. he really giving away the sauce on it so man it's super important bro it's the most important part of making beats
1: so how can a producer like improve sound selection cause like I know a lot of times, like, with some producers I be fucking with, they they melodies, the middies be hard. Your middies be but hard. But the sound be like, bro, what you doing, you feel? <laughs> and then they be like, well, how do I approve on sound selection? What I tell them is like, bro, just listen. Just go on rap, Carveyard and listen to the sounds. Listen to But, the like, sound. what's your advice?
0: Listen to the sounds, bro, and invest in your sounds, bro. Like, I feel like, because I, be, I feel like a lot of producers be like, oh, we just going to rock it out with the honors field. We just going to rock it out with the start sounds. And it's like. Bro, you need to put some money into these sounds, bro. Pay that 139 for the for the 40 keys or, like, just pay for the Mellotron, pay for the whatever you want to pay for. Just pay for it, because, like, you're going you to find the juice.
1: He ain't no Nexus-ass nigga. <laughs>
0: <laughs> nah, you're going to find it, bro. You're going to find the juice, bro. Like, just, just invest in your sounds, invest in your drums. Like, these producers dropping kits, buy it. Even if, not, even if you find one, two drums in it, buy it. Like, take the one, two drum. Put it, in, put it on your hard drive And then eventually You are gonna have 30-40 drums That you just done Hand-selected You know what I'm saying I be telling niggas like They be like "Well, you get the kids from TV I
1: be like nigga The sample makers make the kids They making the samples that five, So nigga Get the kids get, get the, the kids
0: <laughs> <laughs> like, And then I, I don't think no producer Gonna just put it Five sounds in there But he might put One or two gems Like a good hi-hat that, That's important in air beat A good hi-hat A good open hat You be like okay Alright A good 808 You might find one 808 Be like oh that him I'm using that air beat so you might just find that Jim and Eric sound pack. You just need to invest in it because I feel like people be so scared to spend the $50 on the pack or spend it. Even if it's a $100, it better be a five pack, but even if it's a $100, I'm going to get it because you never know. I'm going to be real. A lot of these packs be having the same sounds. Like, Who do you trust to get drum kits from? So of course, my own drum kit. Uh, Parker drum kit, for sure. I'm not going to lie, Brick's drum kit is hard. Like, British drum kit is hard, I'm not going to lie. Um, BWB, like, OZ, like, the people that's kind of, like, been stamped into it, like, they got some super hard drums. So if you just go through them, you're going to find it. And, of course, you're going to have to make your own. Like, I put two snares together, make one snare, bounce it out. Now that's my snare. I might put that in another drum kit or something like that. But you just got to be creative. bro. like, you might got to put a snare in there nobody ever heard. And you might be like, man, that's the one. So now I'm going to... Bounce it out, make that my own snare, you know what I'm saying? So So on the flip
1: side, like what what's some VSTs you fucking with?
0: Well shit, definitely 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 the forty keys for sure. That's him, like, that's super him. But I really be trying to do like outboard gear too, so I'm on like the Prophet X. Yeah, um, shout
1: out there. I got the red too. Yeah, yes. Yeah. Yeah,
0: so I be I be playing the Prophet X a lot. Um, the Mellotron, Um Man, really, really, them like the main ones that I'm gonna use all the time, like, cause you know the Prophet got over four hundred, five hundred sounds in the you No, know, you can
1: put more shots in the Mellotron. Y- yeah, true.
0: yeah, you can do all type of stuff in the Mellotron. So, so, man, them them the main ones, like the Prophet X, I feel like the best keyboard they done made, in my opinion.
1: Really?
0: Yeah, just in my so opinion. So, Prophet X over Prophet Six? Yeah, I go Prophet X for sure. Just cause it's just, I like the Prophet Six too, but like the Prophet X is like. Like the Prophet Six juiced up.
1: I appreciate that, but I don't really <laughs> got I don't really that You know what I'm saying? I'm looking for another sim. You feel me? Nah, that's him. I
0: just caught the mood grandmother like two weeks ago. Yeah, 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 yeah. He's at the mood? Yeah. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. I want a mood too, bro. Just it got all uh, bases in it.
1: It's like bases, but it's like patches in there too. You do other stuff beside bases and shit.
0: Yeah. Nah, that's him too. I want one of that. I want it's a small one or?
1: That's nah, the grandmother, so it's like, it's got the matriarch and you got the grandmother. It got just a, a little few more patches than the matriarch.
0: Right? Yeah, yeah. Uh, I might got to tap in. You know the, like, outboard gear you got? Nah, that's the only one I got right now, Um, uh, but that's the one I've been using just nonstop. So I've probably been using that the last five, six months. So I've been, I've been locked in on that. I'm trying to see another VST that's super hard. What about, name some effects affi- VSTs, like? um uh, Valhalla. You know, you know yeah, they the one. Yeah, I know that's the one. So, super. if you're looking for a super hard reverb, Valhalla on the RC-20. You know what I'm saying? Everybody be using the RC-20. Um, I be using, like, effector a lot. So, like, just, like, a lot of delays. Like, a lot of, if I want an extra little swing on my drums, I use, like, effector on my drums or something like that. Um, I know everybody be using the effect tricks. Sure. So, everybody be using that on the hi-hat. So, that's, like, super hard.
1: So going into your, like, your beat process, I know one time I was tapped in on in um, OG Parker Live on Twitch.
0: Yeah.
1: And I see OG Parker, he'll make a beat. And like this nigga would be like five minutes later, he'd be like, I'm tired of this shit. And save it, go on to the next <laughs> one. And he will be like, he'll like, add just a couple things and be like, I'm tired of this shit. Yeah, go to the sure. next one. And he'll be like, I like doing that because you don't want to hear the beat. You The more you hear the beat, you just you know what I'm saying? You mm-hmm. won't like it and shit. So he'd be like, he'll make his beats and parts and shit. So yep. Kind of like, what's your process like?
0: but I like to, I don't like to really finish a bunch of beats in the same day. I kinda probably like start them, start like 20 beats, 15, 20 beats, and then I come back the next day and I just listen to them again, and it will be super fresh, so I'd be like, man, this was hard, but I was making it yesterday. i just go ahead and finish it, so. I don't really like to just start and finish all in the same day, because I feel like you'll get burnt out. Like You'll get burnt out like that. You, you won't even know how good the beat is until you come back the next day for real anyway. So. Hey,
1: I call that shit the morning check. Yeah, yeah, because yeah.
0: some beats you be like, oh, nah, that wasn't him, for sure. Like, but some beats, you be like, oh, that's super hard. So I got to finish it, bounce it out. I'm bounce it out, put it in a folder, label it. So when it's time to send it out, I'm just going to send it out with the tempo. Make sure the tempo on there, because people really don't be wanting to get on it if they got to do extra work. Like, I want them to be able to see the beat. Oh, oh, this is the tempo. Type it right in, the engineer, he got this shit going. You know what I'm saying?
1: All right, man, so we got this segment called Overrated, Underrated. Basically, give you a topic, and you just let us know, like, what you think it is and why. So the first thing is making beats from scratch.
0: Mm. Yeah, you can't put it in the middle. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
1: you got to think it two. Which side on Instagram you want to be on? You feel?
0: I feel like it's overrated. I feel like it's overrated. Like, especially when you go into the studio, like, a lot of artists don't even like you making no beat for scratch right there in front of them. Like, a lot of artists just want to smoke some gas, get right in there on the beat. They don't want to just sit there and watch you make the beat. Cause they have been that got burnt out of they sell by the time. They could put that out. on. nigga damn. like,
1: you got them playing some shit. Smoky, smoking like, fuck no, bro. <laughs> he like, but I'm ready to get off in there.
0: He's like, yeah, one, one second. I'm going to play no keys on there. He like, they ain't, bro, they, ain't they ain't trying to hear that. They ain't trying to hear that. They don't even know fuck about the effects. The effects you should put on that shit. <laughs> then we keep it pausing means. it, playing it again, pausing it, playing it again. Like, they losing their train of thought by the time. They, they about to get in there. <laughs>
1: right,
0: look out, look out. Nah, I feel like it's overrated, man. I
1: feel you so mixing your beats the only reason I ask this is because I know a lot of times when we try to get like mixing gems from producers, they just be like, "Man, I just love my shit. Get to the engineer, and let him do what he do."
0: I ain't nah, I ain't with that. I really don't even like the engineer touch my beat.
1: All right, let's talk about
0: it. Cause I feel like I feel like my beat I already slapping. Like I feel like fresh out of the press, it's slapping. So sometimes when it get to the mixing, they might turn the eight oh eight down. They might have a hi hat too loud, or they might put like a limiter on limiter on the whole thing, so it be super squished in the mix, like. I really be wanting it. I really be wanting it. How I be having it. So mixing the two track be sounding better than me. But I don't feel like uh, making beats, man. If it's super important, I say underrated, right? I feel like it's underrated because I feel like it's super, super important. I feel like you got to mix your beat. Like I don't heard so many beats or so people don't try to send me collabs and. The sample that they used, they ain't even taking none of the low end out. It's just the low end in the sample and the low end in the 808. So it just sounds super sloppy by the time it get to me. So, like, if you mix it, you mix it in a little bit, it might sound great on those speakers. Like, that's why a lot of people don't be getting placements, because they beats me be like, damn, this shit ain't mixed. Like, I don't even know how to get on it. Like, it's too much. Ain't even no room for me to breathe on them. How do you know when the mix is like, you do,
1: like, mix checks? Or, like, when you were started, I know now you could just hear it. Yeah. When you started out, did you, like, have a reference of a good mix or how did you I
0: man, I just went to the car and if I had a <laughs> yeah. I had a 2004 tires where I went in the car, boy, just played in the car. If it was him, then it was him. But if it wasn't him, then I just gotta go back in, tweak a little bit, turn the eight oh eight up. But I feel like when I first started, like I started late. I came in on FL twelve when I was making beats. So I kinda was already around it. Like me and Parker and Deco, when he was making beats at the time. We was cooking up every time, every day. We was in a group called Merge. So we was cooking up every single day on FL twelve. I was on Logic. So just seeing them just work on it every day and just seeing how fast it was. And then I started collabing, I was like, man, it's super quick working on here. I just switched over. I came in on FL twelve. So my mix was my mix was pretty solid when I came in, you know, because I was I was always around creatives that was that was doing it for real.
1: So when you mix, are you the type of person that, like, you mix your sounds, like, your beat as you go? Or you make the beat and then you route everything to the mixer and then start mixing?
0: I'm mixing it as I go. Because, like, at the end, I feel like it's too much for me to try to break everything back down as I made it. So I try to just get everything in the packet as I go. Like, I, I make the beat or if I put some keys on something, I put some keys in there, mix the keys, put put 808 on there, mix the 808. Put the hi-hats and all the drums, mix that, and then if I want to add something extra, mix that, put the Valhalla effect, do whatever I got to do on it. So at the end, when it's time to map it out, I ain't got to mix it. I could just map it out how I want to map it out. All
1: right, so I'm, I'm going to give you three scenarios, you know what I'm saying? I'm, I'm going to try to get some gems out you. So, boom. I gotta First off, when you mix, you need good sounds, you feel me? But I got the good sounds. I want my 80s to hit a little bit harder, you feel me? Mm-hmm. Like, what would you do?
0: I'm going to put distortion on it. I'm going to put distortion on it. If I want it just to hit a little bit harder, I'm just going to put a little distortion, turn it down low. Like, not no super heavy metal distortion, but, like, just a little light distortion. You can put a fruity, fruity distortion on there. Just super, super light. And it might just hit. It might just go over the sample. Because especially if you got a sample with, like, a lot of horns in it, or, like, you got a sample with, like, a lot of, like, just instrumentation period. Like, you might got to boost that 808 a little bit just to get it to cut through. So you might got to use some of that distortion to cut through that mix a little bit
1: so second scenario uh, my my 808 clashing with my melodies like how do I clean it up
0: yeah you got I say I say redo the melody cause like I feel like sometimes the melody just clash anyway like you put an 80, I don't put some 808s and some loops that somebody sent me and it's like damn like I wish this sound wasn't in there cause it's like clashing with my 808 so like I either replay it myself or I be like bro can you take this sound out cause it kinda messing me up and he'll be like, "Oh yeah, I resend it to you," and it kind of just make everything right. But like, if it's super clashing like that, and and you feel like the melody is a one, I say EQ the melody, and then take some of the low end out the melody, or take some of the middle 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 frequencies out the melody, and then it might it might sit in there just right.
1: So like the middle frequencies that's, that plays a big part on the low end. too?
0: Well, really, just like the low lower end of the scale. Like if you pulling up the EQ thing, it's like the lower end of the scale. This 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 curve. And then the middle, it's a, little, it's a little bit in there. But, like, really, if you take all of that out, you'll be good to, good to sit your 808 in that mix.
1: I, with yeah, you'll so, be A1. I know, like, everybody has that rule. You know, I just put the soft clip on there and stuff like that. But there's some producers that add a little polish to their mix, whether they put, a, like, an EQ on there or, like, a mastering plug-in. So, like, what's your mastering process like?
0: I don't even do no mastering on my beats. I just kind of just leave it blank and just let it do what it do. And Because I feel like if I put, like, a good mix on it, and then they mix the two track, and then they send the whole song to master. And I feel like I feel like that's smooth. But like long as my mix is a one, like I ain't really trying to do too much boosting. Cause like the only thing the mastering gonna do is just make it loud enough for it to be in the studio know, or like make it radio quality loud enough. But it's like they gonna do that anyway. Like they might they might put something on the master in Pro Tools when they put it in Pro Tools. Like they they be putting like the little L one L two limiter on they on they shit anyway. So. It's gonna make it loud anyway, so I don't I don't really be fucking with the the master like that.
1: I think it was, we did the cook up with Rolling, like all the beats was hitting, but it, he ain't put nothing on the master. though. You feel me? Like you don't never be having no like clipping issues yeah. or nothing. with the Nah, beat or I ain't
0: got no clipping issue. Nah, like that's why I just be mixing it right. So I don't, when I be mixing it, I be making sure it's not clipping when I mix it, cause like maybe I gotta turn the. Sample down a little bit, turn the 808 down a little bit. If it's not clipping, then we good. You know what I'm saying? Do you use like kicks a lot in your beats? Yeah, yeah, yeah. But what made me not use kicks so much? I had a session with Jack Harlow, and we was making a beat from scratch. Mm. Well, actually, we had a beat. pulled up the beat. He say, "All right, yeah, take the uh, 808 out." I said, "All right, yeah, take the uh, kick out." I'm like, yeah, right, take the hi hats out. I like, oh, you just want the sample? Yeah. I'm just gonna do the sample. I'm gonna go in the booth. Then he came out. He was like, "Bro, add back to the beat." So we start adding the hi hats back. Start adding everything back. He was like, "Bro, you know what I hate?" I was like, "What?" He was like, "Bro, kicks. Bro, that's like the worst instrument I ever heard." So like, it kind of just threw me for a loop at it for a second because I was like, "Damn, I got kicks in every one of my beats." So that's probably why he wasn't picking the beats I was playing because of them kicks. So I just kind of just fell back a little bit from from it. like, if I put it in the hook, I might put it in the second half or second half for the hook or something like that but I don't really be using too many kicks unless it's like r and B. I I use kicks air R&B beat for sure but like some trap shit or like some something like that up tempo like I might I might cut back on the kick cause it might already be an 808 with a kick sound it might be a kick sound yeah, 808 in it already yeah. so it might just be clashing anyway
1: before we talk about like what happens in that room in the process let's kind of like talk about like getting to that room so what was like your first major placement
0: man my first Check, I, check in the industry was August I seen him, So that was my first, like, welcome to the industry. Like, he was signed to Def Jam at the time. Uh, I met him through a group called Exclusives. And, um, man, that was my first check. I feel like my first, like, motion was being broke before Luchi. That was, like, 2018. That was, like, when I first started seeing the song go up, up. And then I ended up kind of getting screwed out of that too because, like, I just can't. Like I said, I was green back then. But, like, my first motion I felt like we broke the dough down was Chris Brown, Indigo. Like, cause that was the intro, like my tag right there in the beginning. Like, I feel like that's what took my career to like another level right there.
1: So, like, what led up to that moment? Like, what was the play that led to that?
0: Man, we ended up, man, actually, man, me and Parker went out to LA. I think this is around the first time I met Melita, and all that, like, met Melita, I met Steve-O, Avita, um, my, my lawyer, I ended up meeting all them for the first time, cause they was already managing Parker. And then Melita was already managing Deco, and Avita, both of their lawyers, so. It just made sense, cause we already was best friends, anyway, before we, before we even started making beats together. We already was cool, cause we was in the same building. But we went out to L.A., we was like sleeping on my partner G.R.I. couch, and, man, we end up, Parker was like, bro, you want to go to Chris' house? I'm like, hell yeah. Like, hell yeah, I want to go to Chris' house. We end up going to Chris' house. I end up meeting him that day. And then we end up getting some vibes, bro. And then we can't end up having to come back out there to do the to work on the song. I guess he wanted Scott Starts to be a part of it. So Scott Starts added some chords to it. And then after that, bro, the rest was history, But They came out with it. And, bro, that was crazy. I feel like that was a life-changing moment right there.
1: So, like, a lot of your first placements really came on from you just being close to Park and he got, you know what I'm saying, tossing you yeah. the, the, the layup.
0: Yeah, for real, bro, because we was, like I said, we was cool before before he took off. You know what I'm saying? We were making beats every day, and then he just started again, Katy Perry, boom. He came in there one day was like, bro, I got a song with Drake. I was like, oh, shit. But, like, it, I'm thinking, like, it got to be my beat. For sure, because we, we making beats every day. This like 2017. I was like, oh, this for sure my beat, but we got one with Drake. He was like, bro, it got to be with either you or Deco. I was like, shit, all right? All right. We going up. This 2017. So, bro, it came back. It was him and Deco. Walking Like I Talked. So, I, they ended up blowing up, bro, and after that, bro, he just came up with like five songs straight after that. Walking Like I Talked. BID busted down. Slippery, Migos, it's like... He just had another run for, it, for yeah, real. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Everything just started just flowing, and then, but you know, you just got to wait your turn, bro. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, when you when that's your genuine partner, like, you just got to stay down, bro, and keep on getting better yourself, bro, because I feel like he's going to always come back around, like, he's going to always come back around. So, after the walking, like, I talking and all that, I started going to the sessions with him. People started booking him for sessions. He was like, but then my partner, Romano, he's super hard. I pray, play, but don't fuck like, God damn, them beats hard. The rest history after that. I start building a name for myself. We end up just going crazy together now. We just building a brand together. We just trying to grow together. That's why we trying to do the neutral, because it's like, it's going to be a community of people that's just going to go crazy. Like, community of people that can hold their own, community of people that's super fast. So, yeah, man, that, it definitely came from Parker, for sure, just being a real.
1: So are you like, Signed to anybody or like publishing deal or anything?
0: Yeah, I'm signed to Concord Music. Um, it used to be called Downtown, but it got bought out by Concord, so um, it just became Concord. Like January.
1: So how did that situation, they signed you after the Chris Brown placement, or
0: it was before it. It really was before the Chris Brown, but it was like I had the Chris Brown stuff on my pipeline list. Like anytime you like going to a publisher, like you send them the songs you got out, and then you send them the songs that you got in the pipeline. So when I sent it to them, they ended up meeting me at QC Melita end up. Introducing me to this guy named Delmar. Delmar and Andrew. And so they end up pulling the QC. But I don't even know if the catalog was enough to get them to sign me. And so and go back to being versatile. I ended up playing a song that I write that I wrote. He was like, bro, you write too? I was like, yeah. So he said, I want you. <laughs> yeah, I want you. So I already knew what was going on. Just being the most talented in the room, that was going to take me a long way. Even being broke before. Like, I came in, the beat was already, like, a little bit finished. They were like, bro, you know what it's missing, bro? A piano. <laughs> Boom. <laughs> Play some little four chords. Now now I'm on the song. It's just being the most talented, being the most valuable in the room. That's what I always be trying to go for.
1: So this this is a publishing deal we're talking about?
0: Publishing deal, yeah. Co-Pub. So when, 50 you're, 50
1: when you're going for a pub deal, like, what do you want out of it?
0: Man, honestly, bro, I just want the bad just to be 1,000. Because, like, a publishing company never really going I mean, they try, for sure. They try, but, like, they never really gonna get you, like, no placements like that. Like, so, I feel like people going into it, they think, okay, yeah, I'm finna sign a Warner, they are gonna give me a little bad, they gonna put me in with Beyoncé. No, sir. It's not going on like that. You gonna go with some people that signed to Warner, they gonna be some people you might not even want to do no session with. Like, they, it might be people like you, like, damn, like, they not even know how they're good. But, like, it's the build-up to get to that, but, I don't feel like they're never going to give you no placements or give you no super big opportunity like that. Like you just, like, like you think you're going to get like, it's never going to work out like that. So I just want the bad, I just want the ability to be able to work and not be able to have to work no job you know, just be able to just be creative. You know what I'm saying? That's, that's the biggest focus of having a publishing situation. I feel like
1: for producers who like hearing all this type of stuff, I, I think their biggest question is like, how am I getting into these rooms? You feel me? To so, get placement? Yeah, so, like, after your Chris Brown placement, like, how did you take that placement and basically use that as a car? Like, okay, here this is this who I worked with. Let me get in the room. You feel me? Like, how did you go about that?
0: Man, you can I'm about to say, Melita, Melita like, do a lot of that. She'll be like, oh, yeah, he don't work with this person, this person. Like, you're going to get in the room. But I feel like you're really not going to get into the room until you get a hit. Like, you need a hit. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, you're going to do all these songs. Indigo, like, it went gold and all that, but I don't feel like it was a super hit. Like, I don't feel like it was a hit that I heard all the time. So, like, really, I started getting, like, more rooms after a whole lot of money. Like, a whole lot of money came out, and they was like, oh, oh, shit, it's a hit. So, like, now they was like, oh, yeah, he wrote the hook the a whole lot of money. So, like, oh, okay. Damn, I need to start fucking with home. Like, I need more girl records. I need more records, period. I need more beats, like, a whole lot of money. I need more. All that, but, like, you just need a hit, bro. Like, getting into the rooms, you're going to have to work with somebody that's in the room. Like, that's the only way. Like, because you, you're not just getting in the room. You're going to have to work with somebody that's already there. So send them some vibes and going back to being versatile. Like, if you're a beat maker, you might need to make some loops because that might be what they pulling up. They ain't pulling up no whole beat. Or, like, people will hit me and be like, bro, I'm going to send you some beats play for somebody. I'll right, cut you in. Like, why would I do that? Like I ain't trying to be One of these cap producers I'm trying to produce Like I'm trying to get in there Send me a loop and I'ma a, I'm a do something to it I'ma send it back You're gonna be like Oh this crazy Yeah And he got on Like I wanna be I wanna do something like that So we're like Getting in the room But you gotta work with somebody That's in the room Because There's no way you gonna Just get in there on the whim Like you can just get in these studios Especially now Like folks be having high beef And Beefing with niggas And all that Like You gotta work with somebody That's already there
1: So like I'm curious, like, just going through your chat list, what would you say is, like, the easiest placements you got out of your chat list? Like, on some, like, bro, I don't even remember sending the nigga the beat the songs that
0: came out so type shit. Shit, yeah, the easiest, oh, it seemed like a lot of them was hard. See, like, um, I feel like the easiest was kind of being broke before because I just walked straight into it. Like, he was in there recording, done recorded the song, then done made the beat. Like I walked straight in, they were like, "Oh yeah, it missing a piano." I just added a piano, boom, it came out. Probably a month later, two months later. So that was a super easy one. Like my tie was easy one. I'm trying to figure out how some more easy ones. Like all the Eric stuff was easy, cause like he, there's like people that you can touch. You know what I'm saying? Like you could touch Eric, but like a lot of these other people, you just gotta send the beat and hope for the best. Or like you just gotta. Work your move on them, but them was the them was the more easy ones right there for sure.
1: So kind of like, let's talk about this little dirt record. Like, how did that one come about?
0: Man, that was that was one of the first ones too, bro. Like, and that was Parker. Like, Parker ended up sending a sending a beat to a dirt team, and he ended up getting on it. I ain't even had no tag then, so he ended up sending it to his team, and by the rest of history. So that, I guess that was a, That was a super easy one right there too, because. We used to cook up every day, like I said, so it's like that was one of the beats I ain't even I ain't even know. Like I wasn't even mixing my beats then. I still had the crackle bass with the crackle still on it. Like I ain't even EQ none of that out. So that was that was a super easy one.
1: So like who would you wanna work with as of right now? Like three artists.
0: Definitely Drake. I ain't worked with him yet. Um Rihanna.
1: Okay, they like chasing motherfucker. Post Malone. Post Malone? Post
0: Malone. I fought with Post Malone, bro. He one of my favorite artists ever, really, to in my opinion.
1: I can see it. he didn't say he liked country and shit. like concert. Okay. I fucking hate Post Malone. And you hate bro. Post Malone? Yeah. Parker What's hate saying? Post Malone and then, and then you too. You bit little bitch! I can't stand that, <laughs> that nigga, bro. That nigga with that blow. That That's just all he did with Twenty One,
0: bro. He's like uh, Rockstar
1: Rockstar rock star.
0: You feel with the rockstar That shit was knocking. That shit was knocking. Yeah, I sleep on Post and his numbers crazy. Yeah, he going stupid.
1: Yeah. His numbers is
0: crazy. I know his numbers going crazy, but still though. I'm talking about billions of views. That like, rockstar went crazy. <laughs> it, it, it had to grow on me, like you know the songs. You just can't deny because it it's played so much. Like, but you can't deny that, bro. You can't even just rockstar. One of them ones, but I like Post Malone. I wouldn't have seen him performing everything, but he be having them folks in the trance, bro. Yeah. For sure. show, definitely yeah. trying, to, definitely trying to do you that. Been on, you been on tour before? Never been on tour. Never been on tour. Only been to two concerts ever. Now, Frankie Beverly and May's super old group in August when he performed one of the songs I did with him on tour. He came to Atlanta, so like them the only really concert. Oh, I've been to um, be a concert. She ended up giving me tickets to the be a concert. So, but them the only only few shows i don't ever been to. Now, what are like some artists you say
1: you had like personal, like actual personal relationships
0: with? Um, a lot of new artists like CEO Trell, like are yeah. my boy, like. We've been rocking since like I've been just engineering and we started out engineering. He used to pull up, record. So you was an engineer now? Or? Nah, nah. I was just engineer when he first started. Oh yeah. So he ended up pulling up, shooting videos and we just dropped, we just dropped something last week on the new collection that he just dropped. I did the first song on that called Publishing. But yeah, man, that's my boy, boy. Like that's like, like we super locked in. I feel like that's one of the like only artists that I feel like I just got like a close connection with, because like everybody else, it's just business. Like I feel like everybody else would be just business, just making the move, just making the right beat, making the right play. Like everybody else just be so so far so far on the move. It's just like you don't even get a chance to sit down with them like that.
1: But in the best relationships, because like we know about Trail Motion, because we in Atlanta.
0: Yeah, yeah, For yeah. This
1: is outside of Atlanta. They not really caring and knowing. Yeah, yeah. But then with Trail, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, it's summertime, yeah. so you already know he's finna to be in a whole different. Position by September. Yeah, yeah. Everybody gonna be already. Oh, ooh. ooh. Yeah, you we already planted our seeds. <laughs> you feel me? You know what I'm saying? That's what I like noticed with at Atlanta. Like <laughs> my boy. I see that with Trail. Um, I see that with Honcho. Honcho. Um, yeah, Huncho. What's another like Atlanta artists who like I see everybody really fucking with Nuda. You feel me? Yeah. Like,
0: yeah, man. Atlanta the motion, bro. Yeah. I don't care where you going to wear Atlanta the motion. Like we going we gonna decide what's next every time. Like. So when it comes to just the movement of music, everything, bro, they gonna come to Atlanta. They gonna check in. Oh, they what they playing in the clubs? Like my partner said, so he just went to Houston. They ain't even playing Twenty One Savage. They ain't even playing some of them, some of the newer songs, like the New Future. They like, ain't playing the New Future cause we playing, we playing it in our club though for sure.
1: So I'm gonna talk about like this Tory Lanez placement. Is that something you was in the room with, or how did that one come
0: about? Nah, I wasn't in the room with that one either. We ended up sending TZO to beat. That's Chris Brown engineer end up sending him the beat and Tori just end up getting on it. So like that was the time that I was like super new. So like I pulled up and I made that with Parker and Smash David. I pulled up and they was like, man, Tory and Chris Brown got on one of our beats. And I'm like, damn, well I can't even I almost can't even believe that cause like that was pre that was pre Tory and Meg and all of that. So like you know how folk be feeling about Tory now. But like I still rock with his music. I feel like he one of the most Nah, but he one of the most talented artists I don't you know. I'm, I done heard, I'm surprised bro.
1: you ain't say Tory on your talk. Cause like I be watching like Tory Twitch streams and shit. He crazy, and bro. Fucking like just ripped the beat. Like
0: he crazy, bro. And his
1: beat selection, like just everything, like <laughs> bro, he see, crazy, bro. He's you know, so crazy. versatile, bro.
0: You just he can go from straight rapping straight bars to, to that
1: high ass voice to high ass voice you know? and start singing, yeah. bro. It's
0: crazy. But like yeah, that was one of the ones I just sent the beat. We just cooked up a pack. Sent it to Brown and then the rest of the history on that is like so a lot of these don't even be in a room like a lot of them just be email to email or like oh send me some beats right fast somebody hit Parker send me some beats right fast somebody hit me send me some beats right fast oh you got some hooks send them right fast and I just send them they end up sending it back like bro it'd be A1 I feel like that's the best easiest process cause like these folks be so on the mood they don't even want to even sit down and do no full session with you sometimes they might want to be like oh let me record right fast send me some beats Bit, boom, another placement.
1: So, like, talk about, like, to wrap up the interview, talk about, like, when you're like, you trying to, like, have motion, you feel me? I, I feel like a lot of producers, like, we're just sitting out our cribs and waiting for you to call us and, like, hey, yeah, I got you, bro. Let, you know what I'm saying? Let me make yeah. some work. But, like, when you're traveling, you're not just traveling. It, probably now you're traveling and it's, like, this session's waiting for you. But when you're starting out, like, what are you doing to network with these producers and just work with other people and just make moves with people?
0: shit just collabing all the time just collabing all the time but like whoever trying to collab if I'm new whoever trying to collab I'm collabing cause like you never know like I just signed a new producer XY like I be getting Shout some XY, I, Ray, I, I, I be getting so many packs from him maybe like XY and so and so I be like he working his mood like it's getting to me some type of way cause he just collabing with so many people like he being creative with so many people so like just doing that just getting in DMing folks even if they don't see it it's cool, like, just DM it, sit on it. Keep doing your mood, keep working, keep getting better because, like, that's what all this about, the BTY, like, just being better than yesterday, just just having the movement, just being better and just taking that shit one step at a time, just taking it to another level. Like, you got to do that every day with yourself, bro. You got to get up with a routine, get up, work out, get your mind right, collab with everybody. And I feel like the universe is just going to work in your favor, but I feel like people be so focused on, trying to get people attention or like, so focused on trying to get the people or like, they don't be focused on what they need to be doing. Like you need to be working on your health. You need to be working on your beats. You need to be working on your piano skills. You need to be working on your drums. Cause if you do run into the person that you're trying to get into, you got to show out. It's game time now. But if you're not ready and you run into them and you don't be ready, they be like, oh, oh, you hard? Put some guitar in this shit right there. And you don't even know four chords. You done missed it Like that was your window You done missed it So it's like But you just gotta be Focusing on your own Self brand And I feel like The networking gonna come Like the networking Gonna come You gonna run into them They gonna see your post Some way Like They gonna gonna hear Especially if you a sample dude You gonna run into somebody Like but you heard It so and so They super hard You go to that DM to DM 'er, They already done DM'd you You be like oh Now you already on the motion So I
1: ain't gonna cut back Y'all score with XY, man. That nigga <laughs> hard, man. That nigga <laughs> hard, man. That nigga one-shot kiss faithfully, man. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. That be yeah. like a drug, man. Yeah, that nigga yeah. That hard, he's, yeah, he's
0: super hard. So, bro, like, me and Parker managed him and brought him to neutral. So, it's just like, bro, we just trying to make neutral bigger and bigger. I'm trying to make BTY bigger and bigger, so.
1: Shit, man. I ain't really got too much to say, man. This is a dope-ass interview right here. For you sure, sure, man. man.
0: I, appreciate it. I appreciate y'all having me, for sure, bro.
1: Uh, for sure. So, like, any last advice you want to give to producers to just say, you know, shout out your
0: brand or what you're working on, kits or anything before we wrap it up? Uh, definitely going to drop a kit soon, so it's probably going to be Mono Volume 2 or something like that. I, I know on my live, a lot of people be asking me to drop kits, so I'm definitely going to drop another kit. Definitely got these shirts, BTY, and just the whole movement, just a lifestyle, just being better than yesterday, just living your fullest potential. So, definitely that, bro, and I feel like for up-and-coming producers, bro, like, stop looking at people Instagrams and Seeing they motion, bro, and seeing what they doing and seeing how they achieving stuff and seeing they being my checks and stuff on there and you think that's what you need to be doing, bro. You just need to be taking it a step at a time, bro. And it's going to take a step in the right direction, man. I did that.
1: So, I mean, that's a wrap, man. I make sure y'all leave a comment about the interview. Y'all also tell, I see you be dropping vlogs and shit. So for sure, for sure. I make sure y'all comment, man, so we get a, <laughs> you know, remind cook up on man, the
0: channel. Man, we doing, we doing that ASAP next time I come up here.
1: You know what I'm saying? But well, it's a wrap, man. we we'll see you on the next podcast.